Can somebody tell me what the Sam hell is going on around here? Well, we can, sir. Well, who are you? With a Talk nerdy to me. Squad. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Welcome to my nightmare. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? There are things that go bump in the night. Listen to them, children of the night. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What music they make! You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. We all go a little mad sometimes. Rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. Red rum! Red rum! Number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. Here's Johnny! I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Batu! Marada! Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'll be right back! Uh, but you know what won't be back for another 11 months is that intro, so I hope you enjoyed it while it was here. We got five plays in this year, so that was pretty good. We got five episodes in with the Halloween theme intro. Uh, and this is the special, we're recording it pre-Halloween, but it's going to air post-Halloween, so it's weird that we're all in costumes for this episode. It's real weird. Well, it's not that weird for us. That's yeah, true. We're all uh, Universal Monsters. Um, Obi-John is, of course, uh, the creature. Uh, Koran is, of course, the wolfman. Uh, I am Dracula for whatever reason. And Julian, because he's on a call, is the invisible man. So, <laughs> I'm back now. So. Oh, he's back now? He's, he's back. Oh, hey. oh, my gosh. He just showed up. Was he here the whole time? You know I'm naked. Right? Oh, well, that's like, okay. Yeah. Man is just naked. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. He really did create the perfect character for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The, the the invisible man disappears, but his clothes don't. So he just yeah, just walking around with your naked dick all out. What's well, like mystery man? I'm only invisible if you guys aren't looking. So <laughs> it's real weird. Um, but we're all together for the what is the last episode jokes on everybody because what i'm going to do is i'm actually gonna this this will be posted on halloween so uh what? you know it is it is a a halloween special ish i guess i don't know um but as long as everybody's internet holds out uh then we're gonna have this episode that's an inside joke kids we're playing inside baseball um so to celebrate we've talked a lot about halloween and, and spooky stuff all month long i hope you've really enjoyed it because uh we're not talking any scary stuff until next october <laughs> there's just no, a, never never again no. no horror for a full year nope it's just a full-on embargo uh Things romantic comedies here. from here on out yep scary stuff and wrestling we hate them uh from now on we're only going to talk about things that matthew mcconaughey is attached to oh shit uh, yeah i know it's <laughs> next be... week we're talking texas chainsaw massacre of the oh, next generation shit 
Uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be a really rough rough go, uh, rough road to hoe for for a little while here. Uh, uh, it's it's we're going to be talking uh, nothing but uh, 1990s Hugh Grant movies for the next 11 months. So I hope you guys. All right, I quit the show. Fuck, we're out. I'm actually in. Fuck you. He's in twice. Hugh Grant was all. Uh, Welcome to Talk Notting Hill to me. Yeah. Uh, this week's episode, uh, the Englishman. The Englishman who went up a mountain and came down on your mother. Uh, <laughs> special episode. Wait, yeah, wait. Oh, my God. I've said it three or four times, but like, Love actually is my like guilty one of my guilty pleasure movies. I can watch that anytime. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad. Uh, there's a lot of good music it's in it. It's a great Christmas movie. Yeah. It's got some good music in it. What's that Except one? It's got What's-His-Nuts Rick from The Walking Dead in it, that fuck. Oh, yeah. That, uh, but pre-Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Rick, yeah. Um, hold on, it's got that one that I really like. Um, yeah, this one. This, yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah, this part. This guy. Yeah, this guy's good. Love is all around me. Yeah, David Jones. Oh. Oh. Fred, you did it again, Bill. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, why did we turn in? We just turned into a Love Actually podcast. We're not doing that, really. Like, real. I love it. No, nah, we're, we're not going to do that because we've got spooky stuff to talk about for the final time. We're Talk Spooky to Me uh, this year. And uh, we're going to take things a little bit differently. We've talked uh, scurry movies and music and books and comic books and TV shows and all kinds of crap. Uh, Obi John, why don't you tell us what we're talking about first this week? Today, shit's going to get real. Oh, shit. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> today. So we wouldn't have all those cool stories in those movies and TV shows and comic books and whatnot if it wasn't for that great old tradition of <clears throat> oral storytelling. Um, so today, we're going to count down, or not count down, we're going to go through our favorite urban legends. Every town's got one. Every state's got them. Everywhere you go, there's that that you know that creepy old house that there's a story about, or that one weird gravestone that has a story behind it, and, and you never really know if it's true or not. But someone you know knows somebody who's related to somebody who knows, you know that kind of thing. So uh, that's what we're getting into today uh, is urban legends. Because you never can tell. There just might be a gremlin in your. I don't know. <laughs> it felt right, like you said. You just, you never know. I wasn't stopping you. Yeah, go for you it. You never, you never, you never. Do 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 do. I love that one. Uh, now I want to cut a Christmas intro. That's all from Christmas horror movies. Um, Sorry. Yes. You know what? <laughs> Nobody's stopping you. Uh, yeah. The 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 cool thing about culture, just us as a people, is uh, we like to tell stories uh like in either cautionary tales or uh you know ways to uh to guide and model behavior cultural things and a lot of them take the form of urban legends which are scary or funny or however they might be and Kentucky especially uh has a lot of really interesting ones there's a lot of really weird, a lot of like coal miner related um, urban legends and scary stories. So, uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, and I know 
I'll start with one. Um, sure. And uh, it goes. It's a, it's a story that's near and dear to mine and Obi John's heart because uh, when you are a student at Western Kentucky University, you hear oh, a, here we go. You hear a lot of like spooky, scary stories, and there's actually a, they have an entire website that is all just the scary stories <laughs> and like urban legends of campus. That was my October billboard as an RA like every freaking year. Yep, and it, it's always a hit. Yep. Uh, so I would like to, uh, if I may be afforded the time, to Please, regale yes. everybody with uh, the ghost story from wku.edu slash ghosts is the website. Uh, this one is from Pierce Ford Tower. Ooh, and if you are uh, one of the two people who have uh, a, a certain script um, in a in a blue <laughs> folder, uh, you may know this story very well. Uh, the ghost at Pierce Ford Tower. While the details are unclear, the story goes something like this. There was a male resident who never showered on his floor, opting to go several floors up or down, depending on the source. As the legend goes, one day the towel-clad student emerged from the bathroom and walked to the elevators. He pushed the button, waited for the doors to open, stepped in, and plummeted 20 stories to his death. For the elevator had malfunctioned, and the shaft was empty when he stepped in. They say every year on the day of his death, his wet footprints inexplicably reappear and make their ghostly trek to the elevators. Bum, bum, bum. Have you heard the alternate version? No, please tell. The director So, pretty much the same thing. Uh, Only um, the elevator doors open partially. No elevator. So he pokes his head in to see what the hell's going on. And elevator falls down the shaft, decapitates him. That's a very like Le- Resident Evil. Yeah, uh, leaving a giant blood stain in front of the elevator on the <laughs> floor yeah. of the building. <laughs> rubble, rubble. Yeah, yeah. No, that's um, yeah. So that was the story that we uh, we kicked around for a little while in a in a. Uh, in a fan film script that's uh, uh, related to a property that we love, the uh, the song uh, "I Need a New I Want a New Drug" by Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> um, so, yep. So that was my first one, Pierce Ford Tower, uh, who was named for both Pierce and Ford. It's not one person, uh, despite <laughs> despite uh, what you may have seen in Winging It. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm hitting all the. Did anyone actually get to see that show? No, no. <laughs> and the only and the only thing that really bums me out about it is there's only one character that I thought was like funny enough to want to borrow, and you guys won't let me. So yeah, because we know who it is. Yeah, it's Jimmy, and uh, you guys will not let me use Jimmy on the show. So so out, moving on. Out. Uh, out. <laughs> I'm gonna jump right on that then and share another of my favorite. Uh, uh, urban legends from the campus of WKU. Um, this goes back to uh, if you're in any of the drama classes, if you're any kind of theater jock, uh, you'll be familiar with the legend of the ghost of Van Meter Hall. Uh, built yeah. between 1909 and 1910, uh, this is the auditorium uh, 
serves as the home to the drama department. There's lots of shows and concerts and whatnot in there throughout the year. <clears throat> According to this legend, and there were a couple different variations on it, which is the best part of an urban legend, is the variations mm, on it. Yeah. Um, a construction worker uh, working on the roof of the building was distracted by an airplane flying by, which at that time was a new contraption, uh, and fell through the uh, uncomplete ceiling Ooh. and crashed on the floor uh, and, and died. And that uh, a blood stain remains where he fell and reappears anytime it is uh, uh, washed. Uh, that's one version. The other version is that the building was being renovated uh, mm-hmm. And they were putting the roof that exists now over a stained glass skylight that used to be there. Uh, and he fell through the skylight and landed on the stage, not the floor. And there is a red stain on the stage that exists to this day. Well, both of them. Can confirm are... none of that. But yeah. Well, and also, wasn't there, story. wasn't there at one point, like, uh, they, they shot uh, some kind of ghost hunting show or feature thing there uh, to try and get to the bottom of it. I don't know. In Van Meter? Yeah, and I believe the I results came back inconclusive. As they always do. They always do because that stuff is bullshit, but we're, yes. we're not here to talk about that. That should have been our Halloween episode is the bullshit of ghost hunting. <laughs> I mean, it can be. It's our show. Like the, the bullshit. I think you just summed it all up right there. Yeah. It is completely and totally bullshit. Um, whatever. We're not going to talk about that. But anyway. Um, um, yeah. So the first one I picked uh, from a place near and dear to my heart, because I spent so much time there growing up because, you know, my cousin's one of my best friends and he lived in Prospect, Kentucky. Ooh. Was, <clears throat> excuse me. The one of the, it is called the uh, Mysteries as Mysteries as Dark as the Night from a Sleepy Hollow Road in Kentucky. And I, I can actually vouch for this. I know the area they're talking about. I have driven down Sleepy Hollow Road. Thing is, it started in the 1970s when, as as the story goes, uh pretty common for teens to have their own cars and marijuana use was on the rise. It's always that damn reefer and yeah. kids. The wacky tobacco is ruining our children, ruining our children. The sleepy hollow road is a very kind of twisty and turny road. And as you would start to drive down it, you would see boom out of nowhere. Headlights would just show up behind you. And it was a, uh, you know, they would start to ride, kind of like ride your ass, and then it would come and, like, try and kind of overtake you. And by that point, you'd realize it's this giant hearse right next to you. Oh, creepy. You know, it runs you off the road, it kills you, so on and so forth, and so on and so forth. But Sleepy Hollow Road, I will send you guys the link. Yes, please do. We'll post it in the, the show notes. Do. Please, so please so do. that everybody can follow along. Great. So we're going to have to go do a ghost hunt. We are. Everybody get your Ghostbusters gear, and we're going to... Because you know what? You know what? Ghostbusters the movie is as real as that ghost hunting shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, on my a God. 
<sighs> Chuck Taylor, Trent, and Orange Cassidy are all coming out dressed as Rick and Morty characters on AEW. Oh my god! Well, I don't. I don't want to get into a huge thing about AEW, but they lost me with the fucking three judges for a in the case of a draw, dumb shit. Yeah. Like, like, except that you're wrestling, you're not MMA. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Julian, I believe, would be next. Yeah, so my... I don't really have one, because remember, I... I'm oh, yeah, just, right. yeah, you I'm muted a terrible the shit human being, us, and yeah. I didn't even know I'd put the group chat on mute, and I'm just a fucking terrible human being, so... What up? I guess my uh, urban legend is that I... And was a contributing member of this podcast, and then it turned out to be false. <laughs> Ooh. Spooky. Oh. Um, so I apologize to uh, the nine people I told to listen. They're all just going to be like, well, that fucking douchebag. <laughs> what a lion sack of shit. Life. I wonder if you viewed it. It's not an urban legend that you suck. It's yeah. true. Oh. Myth busted. Um. <laughs> I'll go ahead. I'm trying to think one. There is a uh, about small town Kentucky, but there's a uh, like a road in Winchester called fucking what is it called? There's some road. It's like River Road or something that you're supposed to go out there and like in the middle of the night. It's it's really foggy and like you're supposed to see like because there's a bunch of old abandoned houses that we used to break into when we were in high school, but. Uh, somehow, I don't know if we were drunk or what we, what was going on, but we started, somehow the story got morphed into ghost sluts. I guess oh, we were just a bunch yeah. of horny teenagers and we were like, oh, let's go find the ghosts and see if they're hot chicks and then we can fuck a ghost. And yeah. just, <laughs> just everything was Julia's story. Yeah, like for real, that is. I've been waiting for a gun to somehow be involved. Then it has the trifecta. It already has, it already has naked ghost girls and booze. I'm just waiting for a, a weapon to be involved. <laughs> We've got the trinity. yeah. So just imagine me and uh, this other guy in like a '94, like I don't know, was it a Buick New Yorker or something like that. This thing was a piece of shit. It was like an old pimp wagon that just the shocks were out. Like it was just bouncing around. The headliner was falling down. You couldn't see half the time. It smelled like Cheetos. It was just <laughs> just imagine us doing like '90 down this single lane country road. Trying to scare up some ghost slugs. Oh, that's awesome! Now, please, please tell me that we can we can play a uh, a, a like a, a campaign or a scenario or whatever you you nerds call it on uh, the Ghostbusters role playing game, and like that's your character is like. Well, you're the DM of that nerd like, campaign, like, so you tell us. I became a Ghostbuster to uh, to find these big titted ghost sluts. Um, <laughs> like some people, it's like what what's your, what's your uh, like what's your driving force, and for some people, it's like. Uh, fortune or fame, and he's like, "No, nah, I just want to titty fuck some ghosts." I some heard ghost sluts Dan like that song. got a BJ from a ghost. <laughs> and I want to know. I need more information. Where can I find these? Yeah, because I don't. I don't believe ghosts. Scary Movie Two. I don't think you can get like a an STD from a ghost. So I'm down to find out. <laughs> you get like weird ghost STDs, which are so much different than human STDs. <laughs> You said uh, you nothing to contribute. I love right? how I just I come in like a wrecking ball and just ruin any segment I'm a part of. Oh, it was that. No, that was good stuff. Because now, the now it's like the show, Julian. Now it's like uh, all I can picture is like everybody's like got the the you know the trap beams on the ghost. And Julian's like, let him go. I'm gonna fuck her. <laughs> it's like what? Look at them titties. I'm gonna fuck her. I'm like whoa. <laughs> Right. Ugh. It's funny because it's true. 
So when Julian says he's been slimed, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> like if I was if if me and Goron were in there holding Slimer, would you? Would you pull an Egon and stick your dick? <laughs> I've, in I've seen that butt. So. <laughs> Wait, who had sex with the the slime? Was it Egon or Ray? <laughs> he was with it. He yeah. didn't have sex with it. <laughs> Pretty sure he put his dick in it. <laughs> Always the quiet ones. He 2,000% fucked that that slime. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even know what we're doing anymore. (laughs) That would contaminate the sample. Never mind. Oh, my God. Moving on. What are we doing anymore? (laughs) Flanagan, save us. I can't because uh, the next one that I've got is called the Goat Man or the Pope Lick Monster. So you guys are going (laughs) to laugh about that shit. (laughs) How am I supposed to follow that shit with the Pope Lick Monster? It's the exact same thing I have down, so let's do this shit. All right, the goat man. Yeah! Rumored to be a half-man, half-goat creature that lives under the Norfolk Southern Rail Trestle in eastern Jefferson County. I don't, I'm not from here, so I don't know what the fuck counties mean, but somewhere around there. <laughs> I don't know. Can I just ask a question real quick? When you ask someone in Kentucky where they're from and they tell you what county, that doesn't mean dick to anybody except for that other people in That means they're in a town so small. Mean nothing, so they named the county. Like, where are you from, Hart County? That doesn't tell me shit because I can't find that on a map. Yeah, I don't know. It's this weird fascination that we have, like, that sets ourselves apart. Like, it literally is all about the counties. I, There's 120 of them, and yeah. we just act like, oh, yeah, I know where that's at. Cool. Gosh, like, I'm from Logan County. That doesn't mean anything to me because I can't point that out on a map, you stupid hillbilly. Well, I say I'm from Wolf County, so I mean, that just sounds cool. That does it actually does. sound cool. It's my favorite cola, by the way, Wolf Cola. Um, <laughs> see if anybody gets that. I don't think anybody gets that. It's fine. Um, so the goat man. Yeah, the, the Pope Lick monster. Uh, they, they, legend says that uh, the creature hypnotizes passersby and tricks them into walking along the trestle uh, of the, the Norfolk Southern Rail trestle, uh, and it forms uh, part of what is still to this day an active railway. Uh, so that if a train comes along, there is not time to get back to safety before the train will destroy you. Uh, like a Ziploc bag full of ragu is what you're going to look like <laughs> when that train mows you over. Uh, yeah, super kind of creepy, a half man, half goat, which is kind of... And I don't know if that maybe has something to do with... Um, what, what what was his name? Houdini the goat that you would see on I-65? <laughs> I don't know if that's where someone got the idea for a goat person, but uh, yeah, crazy. Well, there's. Uh, yeah. I'm gl- I'm really glad you brought this up because, like I said, this was this was the next thing on my list. I feel like you and I just have the exact same list because uh, we both started with the Western story, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, very similar, so yeah. I was I was doing some digging because this was interesting. Uh, there's there's two ideas of where the goat man came from. One is that it was a circus freak who began living underneath the trestle. Okay. The other, because the first one sounds way too rational, uh, is is the reincarnation of a local farmer who sacrificed goats for satanic powers. Ooh. (laughs) Much more logical. Uh, That's why he's he's reincarnated as a half-man, half-goat living under a train trestle. I sure you didn't. Wasn't just shaving the goats to make cleats for dumbass football players. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> God only. Uh, 
But what's awesome about a- this story is <laughs> whether or not the goat man. Tom Brady reference. I was hoping Flanagan would pick up on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm angry at any non-positive Tom Brady reference. <laughs> so whether or not the goat man is real, yeah. this legend has an actual body count. Real? Yeah. Uh, and this is why I was like, okay, well, we have to. So whether or not you believe any of the Goatman bullshit, there are enough dumbasses who think it might be true or think it might be worth an afternoon that they've gone out to the trestle on the Norfolk Southern Railroad by Floyd's Fork River, which is now fenced off. <laughs> and they've gone looking for the Goatman to the point that I believe seven people over the last, like, 50 years or something have been killed in various ways from climbing around an active railroad trestle. I want to stress it again. It is an active railroad. It isn't like an abandoned line. There are still trains yeah. running there on a regular basis. Uh, so people have been run over by trains and fallen off the, the bridge looking for the fucking goat man. Can I uh, just say for the record, good? Uh, <laughs> because if you're, you're that much of a dumb shit to uh, go exploring over an active rail line, uh, yeah, we're probably better off without you. <clears throat> oh, exactly. So he may not the goat man sounds way cooler than uh, the Mothman or whatever that bullshit is. <laughs> uh, I believe the uh, I believe the half goat man is a uh, relative of the uh, I think it's is it West Virginia the Bunny Man in West Virginia. It's either Virginia or West Virginia. I think it's West Virginia. Look up the uh, look up the Bunny Man. It's it's a really fun the Bunny Man. Yeah, yeah. This, I think it's the West Virginia Bunny Man. Uh, it's like a whole redneck monsters thing going on. Really man, the goat man. It's like it, it's wasn't like, the goat man on fucking Saturday Night Live? Wasn't that? Didn't that used to be a bit? It's like uh, it's like all these uh, weird southern states have like uh, what we do in the instead of what we do in the shadows, it's what we do in the yeehaw. It's <laughs> what like what that show holler. would be called. Yeah, what we do in the what holler. We do in the holler. Like. Call us FXX. We'll pitch you a new spinoff. Gosh, Southern States, get your shit together. Sure, you've done vampires, but have you done redneck monsters? Flanagan, you pretty much have to claim us at this point. You've lived here for more than half your life. No, not. No, no, I have not. It's just under half right now. Oh, okay. 18 to... um, 18 to... 17 is the uh, um, is the count right now. It's not 18, ah, 18 fair, yet. Fair, so. fair. Not until May. And then it will be equal. And then, then much like... I'll also uh, state, just because he's been here for a while doesn't mean he'll ever understand. I I've been here for a long time, but I don't find- no, here's uh, the only uh, the only two things that I've ever understood uh, that I've ever learned about living in the South. I have two things. Number one, there's no such thing as unsweet tea, uh, <laughs> or you're a heathen. Uh, and number two, you can say anything you want to about anybody, and it's not an insult if you start it or end it with "bless their heart." Yep, nailed like, it. Those are the two things that, like, I know for a fact. Other than that, I don't know what the hell is going on around here. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I've been here for 34 plus years, so. Yeah, like, literally. Bas- basketball is a religion. Yeah. Just like real religion, rooting for the wrong team can get you in trouble. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it can. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, Bunny Man is an urban legend uh, from Fairfax County, Virginia. 
and has also spread throughout Washington, D.C. Uh, it involves a man wearing a rabbit costume who attacks people with an axe or hatchet. <laughs> and there's a bunny man bridge. Um, so, yeah, you can, yeah, you got to look this up. It's from the 70s, so it's it's fucking weird. Um, Please tell me the bridge that the bunny man lives under somehow links up with the, <laughs> the railroad trestle. Oh, my gosh. I really <laughs> hope so. <laughs> I hope so it's I can like, ride one railway and see both of them. Like it, it's like a like the weird inbred southern version of Super Friends. It's like yes, it's like that's the show that I'm. I'm... <clears throat> Meanwhile, it's the southern southern <laughs> southern Universal Monsters universe. It's the Southern Monsters cinematic yeah. universe. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Yeehaw, is all like <laughs> golly this. I got, I got one more. All right, okay. Hit us with it. Flanagan's gonna love it because I'm going to uh, just read this paragraph description. Yes. Elsewhere, elsewhere, Kentucky, according to the story, is a ghost town in Callaway County. <laughs> where, where the, where the shit is that? Fucking no. <laughs> a small is a ghost town in Callaway County where a school teacher poisoned all of her students, and many years later, the town was abandoned. If you venture into the old schoolhouse, you may never come back. Oh, my gosh. What county is we it? we got to go now. Alloway County. And apparently, uh, like, f- going off of the writer, because um, it was bleep story that the, the author is a Kentuckian who's like, yeah, this is, I guess he's from a small town. And he's like, this has been something that, like, my parents told me about. My grandparents would always talk about it. And he's like, in our small-ass town, this is a legit urban legend. That's awesome. Um, and that's so, what I love about urban legends. Is no matter where you're from, there's at least one. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, I mean, I think it's awesome because, I mean, you can Google elsewhere Kentucky and get, like, a bunch of hits. There are, I guess, like, some YouTube videos of people claiming to have, like, been there. And I guess it's even inspired people to, like, go f- try and find this old schoolhouse. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I can get into that. Uh, by the way, just for the record, Callaway County uh, has yeah. apparently all cities named after people because it's Murray, Hazel, and Dexter are the cities in um, <laughs> Murray. M U R like yeah, like Bill so, Murray. So it's it's Murray, Kentucky. Like yeah, like yeah. that's where Paul went to college. So uh, it's only four hundred eleven square miles. Uh, that entire county. Uh, it's got oh a, yeah, it's. It's down there in that asshole part of Kentucky, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, got a population as of 2017 of 38,919. Right. That's way too many. Yeah. It's county seat is Murray. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the shit this is. Why do people say counties? I don't get it. This state makes no sense. <laughs> you love it. I mean, it's weird, but... <laughs> I got one more for you. <sighs> All right, hiss with it. This is the story of the man named Brady. Ha. It beat me to it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the witch girl of Pilot Knob. Ah, another knob. Always love a good knob. <laughs> I ah, thought you would. This one was on my um, uh, um, uh, honorable mention list. Okay. <clears throat> See, I told you we had the same list. We pretty much did. Uh, Mary Evelyn Ford and her mother, uh, in 1916, according to the legend, were accused of witchcraft and burned at the stake. 
fearing that for some reason uh, Mary Evelyn would return, she was buried in a steel-lined coffin covered in stone and surrounded by crosses to form a gate to prevent her spirit from escaping. No one seems to remember, but apparently it was the kid they were afraid of. Uh, now, the grave is real. You can look it up. Uh, but according to legend, footprints have been seen in the ground, and a ghostly figure has been seen inside the gate trying to find a way out. Because the gate is actually, it's a bunch of crosses connecting. That was the whole thought process behind the, the gate. Uh, was that it's all just a bunch of crosses, so she can't get out. The grave is real. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about burning someone at the stake for witchcraft in 1916 in Kentucky, but the grave is real. Uh, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, the last public execution in Kentucky was in 1937. Should have been last week. But yeah. I know, right? Sometimes I'm bored at night, and I'm like, you know what would really liven this night up? A public execution. <laughs> There's nothing right. on TV. You're right. I mean, it's Not wrong. Like the World Series is off a day, and I'm just bored, and I'm like, I would really enjoy a public execution to pass the time. It's a lost art. Love it. Uh, I've only got one left. Uh, it was the one that I bumped uh, for that one uh, that Obi John just mentioned uh, because this one. Uh, for whatever reason, um, made me think of the bride from the haunted mansion. Uh, and if you listened to our spinoff episode of park hopping based on the haunted mansion, you know how much we love the haunted mansion. And, uh, it's kind of like a, a mishmash up of, um, the hat box ghost and the bride, because it's the, the headless woman of Iroquois park. In Loserville. <laughs> or as we, that's what we call Louisville. Um, Matt Beventown. Ugh, gross. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a turd. Um, basically, uh, Iroquois Park is a 739-acre park. Uh, it's got, you know, uh, uh, it's very, very scenic. It's got... Um, the, the the part that we're really focusing on though is uh, the lookout point, and basically the uh, the story uh, is that there's a um, uh, there's a woman, uh, a headless woman, uh, basically a woman in a dress that is holding her head in her hands, uh, that has been seen by reportedly by several people. Um, it's a it, it's uh, her arrival is also um, accompanied by a smell of smoke and fire. Uh, fog builds up and then breaks momentarily, and it is then that you uh, notice a figure approaching. By most accounts, she appears dressed in early 1800s settlement clothes. As she walks through the park, you can see her holding her head in her hands as blood drips from her severed neck. Gruesome. Um, there's several different stories about who 
who this person is. The most popular story is that she's the ghost of a farmer's wife uh, who settled with her husband in the area where the park is now located. Uh, one night while her husband was downtown on business, an Indian tribe, I'm sorry, an indigenous American tribe, uh, <laughs> attempted to sneak onto the homestead and ransack it. Um, and basically they, um, she screams and they behead her uh, and they leave her dead uh, and they set fire to the house and attempt to cover it up. Uh, that's the most popular story, but, uh, it is reportedly, um, it, it's been reported by a lot of people that they have seen this headless woman. So, um, I don't know. That that just that that had very like haunted mansion vibes to me, so I wanted to save that. Yeah. One. So I thought that was pretty cool. Was her husband the farmer into goats? Maybe. Um I know that he uh he really loved that uh that rail trussle. Uh that oh, led to the bunny man bridge. We're just like those guys from the Conjuring series. We're making everything one giant yeah, connected. We're forcing it to connect. Um, <laughs> uh, the park itself also has a lot of like really uh, weird ties to crime. Um, there's been a lot of people, like a lot of bodies are dumped in the park. Uh, there's uh, most recently in 2002, uh, a high school... Um, the high school basketball star was was charged with kidnapping and murdering his um, girlfriend, wife, whatever, and then dumped her body in the park. Uh, apparently, they met over the internet, and uh, she began to drive to Louisville to see him, and he kidnapped her at gunpoint uh, and drove her around in the trunk of his car before taking it to the park, where he shot her uh, and dumped her body there. So there's a lot of, like, true crime history at that park. So that kind of adds to the, the ominous and creepy vibe that you supposedly get at certain sections of the park. So don't go to the park with someone that you met on the internet is pretty much the moral of that story. Basically. Yeah. Um, always meet someone at Starbucks because nobody gets, put in the trunk of a car and shot at Starbucks. Not yet. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess there could be a first time for it, but, um, I mean, don't let it be you. That's about all I can tell you. So, so that's all I've got for, uh, urban legend stories. I've got one, Honorable mention. Ooh, yes. <clears throat> um, one you're probably familiar with, too. Uh, you remember hearing about the Ghost Bridge? Yes. Oh, yeah, the Ghost okay. Bridge. Yeah. Um, I believe it's the Carter Bridge. That does sound correct. In Oak Grove, Kentucky, which is in Bubba County. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's an old covered bridge on a desolate road. And according to the kids at WKU, which I'm sure is a great, uh, a totally reputable resource, if you put your car in park halfway across the bridge mm-hmm. and then leave it, uh, sorry, not, not, not in park, put the car in neutral with the engine on, the ghosts will push you across the bridge. <laughs> 
that's just helpful. I mean, I, I don't right. understand how that's bad. Yeah, that's... This thing uh, was a good one. That they're taking pictures of the fucking thing, so... <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's why it was an honorable mention. If you want to save gas money, enlist this ghost. <laughs> Undamn thing a ghost has ever done besides push a car across the... Not off a bridge, just across the bridge. Yeah. It's like in uh, Ghostbusters, the video game. Yes, a ghost will just push you to get more... Yep. Is this gonna? Push Can I get you? a ghost to do my laundry? Because that'd be fucking cool. <laughs> hey, ghost. If you're in Oak Grove, maybe. Do my taxes, because I don't wanna. And the ghost is like, shit. Carry the one. All right. How many? Give me your charitable receipts. What do you mean you don't have them? You can't claim one hundred fifty dollars to the Salvation Army if you don't have a receipt bill. <sighs> shit. We do this every year. I- a, a ghost personification of Google, so I could just be like, hey, ghosty Google thing, whatever happened to John Lovitz? And then uh, we could sit and talk about it. Hey, hey, ghosty thing, what happened to, uh, uh, I was going to say Andy Dick, but he's on Shit's Creek. So, uh, um, <laughs> no, uh, has he convinced Chris, anybody else's wife to relapse and kill somebody? Chris Elliott is on Shit's Creek. Whatever happened to Andy Dick? That's what I would ask. Weird ghost Alexa thing. Killed anybody else? Like he did Phil Hartman? That Pro- motherfucker? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. So those are our ghost stories, our urban legends. Uh, the only other urban legend I had is, uh, and people will never know because uh, now that uh, this airs on the 31st, there's an urban legend out there that uh, at one point in 2004, uh, three Western Kentucky University students made a fan film called Michael Myers versus Ghostbusters that is just an urban legend and will, would only have been revealed upon 100 likes or shares, which did not happen in the month of October. So the movie remains in the vault. Never to be seen, at least until we try it again in another few years, because you all all ruined it. Sons of bitches. We were going to air it. Or you all saved yourselves. Yep. So, you're welcome, everybody. You don't have to wash your eyes out with bleach now. <laughs> That's all I got. That movie was, is not good, but we were prepared to put it on the internet. The series of tubes created by Al Gore. We were going to do that for you, but you just couldn't. <laughs> you just couldn't get it done. So I knew it. I knew it. Thirty-six likes. You guys suck. Yeah, I just said our listeners suck. What? I'm not scared of it. I'm not scared of it. So. I'm out of Urban Legends. I don't know if you guys are out of Urban Legends, but... I'm done. I'm done. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. If you start researching Kentucky Legends, you come across basically the same few stories, just, you know, different location and, like, slight changes in the details. Like, there's yeah. tons of ghost stories. There's tons of old houses and farmhouses and bridges and roads, all kinds of stuff. So it's, you know, it's a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can you could deep dive for... Hours and hours and hours on Kentucky urban legends and and ghost stories and, and all that stuff. Like, you could spend forever and a day 
just looking up Kentucky stuff. And they're all real fun, and they're all real creepy. But, sometimes, it's not about the stories that we pass on, or get passed on, I don't, I, I don't know if that's right, um, that are passed on to us. There we go. Sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes, sometimes we have scary stories that we can pass on to other people. Because sometimes scary things happen to us. It's true. That we can then talk about. And so that's what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the scariest things that have ever happened to us in real life. Because why not? It's, it's Halloween. I told you shit was going to get real. And do, 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 do. We're going to try. <laughs> that was, that was. Now returns to the ring of Do, 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 do. All right. Um, who would like to share a scary thing that happened to them? I feel like you and I are going to have similar stories, if we're being honest here. Oh, no. I've well, got go ahead, Koran. Back machine on this one, because um, we're going to get in the Wayback Machine going back to uh, the summer of 2006. Oh, going way back. And uh, as mentioned earlier, when I was younger, I spent a lot of time hanging out with my cousin up in uh, Prospect. So I was driving back, and I'm driving down 64, and I am on... I am right before exit 53, which is one of the uh, Frankfurt exits, and I'm in the left-hand lane, and all of a sudden I hear this, uh, I, you know, I'm driving, I'm about halfway up the semi-truck when all of a sudden their blinker comes on. And as the phrase, I'm sure he sees me, goes through my head, uh, he's coming into my lane. Yeah. My front bumper rips off the side paneling of like over my passenger side tire. There are, I don't, I don't know how my windshield and window didn't get destroyed or like my passenger window, like both didn't get crushed. I mean, just completely wrecked the headlight tore off, uh, the, thankfully it was just this tore off the hose for my windshield wiper fluid. Um, I would probably venture to guess about a 10 second span uh, of time. I can't like remember at all. Oh, that's scary. And I just, the next thing I know I'm parked on the side of the road and they, uh, yeah, like I, I, I somehow managed to come out of that like completely physically unharmed car with me on the interstate though you know that i fucking hate being next to semi trucks yup uh and you know I, I still think after 13 years that when i tell that story it, it's very much a i don't like to be by them so we'll probably to date the scariest thing that's happened to me Oh, uh, well, semi-trucks, uh, we're about to get into that great time where they drive so well uh, when it's icy out and 
they just decide, hey, my truck weighs a lot, so I've got these big tires. I'm just going to drive however the hell I want. Much. So it's going to be super safe out there. It's going to be great. Perfect time to drive on I-65. Um, I, I will go, uh, I will share one. Uh, I like to call this story the time I saw a murder or the aftermath of a murder and the disposal of a body. The year 1994 ish. I don't know exactly when, but it was about 1994. I was, I was, yeah, yeah. Maybe 95. I don't know. Somewhere in... Yeah. 1990 something. And uh, so it was the end of summer break uh, in in Maine where I grew up. The school year started the beginning of September. And we got out like the second week of June. So we had half of June, July, and August as a summer break. And I'm going to name names in this one because I have no idea whatever happened to him. Maybe this guy came back and got him as, you know, being a witness. Uh, my friend, Matt Martin, he's the only other one that can confirm the story. And I have no idea what happened to him. So if uh, that's you, convenient, if you find him on mm-hmm. the Facebook, uh, please, please uh, tag him in this because he's the only one that can confirm this story. He uh, he went to summer camp. For like the whole summer. And uh, so it was like two or three days before school was supposed to start again. And it was the day that he got back. And so I called him and I was like, man, you got to come over. We got to hang out. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a, you know, we're, we're going to have a good time. I haven't seen you all summer because you've been at summer camp. So he came over and we, we, you know, played games or whatever 10 or 11 year old kids do. And it was like, oh, man, it's like it's still a nice, you know, summer night. It's still it's like the end of August. Uh, Let's have a sleepover. He's like, yeah, okay, let me call my parents and find out. And his parents were like, apparently they just didn't want him around because they were like, as soon as you got back from two months, two and a half months at camp. Yeah, go ahead and stay at someone else's house. Like, don't come home yet. Like, it's fine. (laughs) So they let him stay another day. And my parents house in Maine, they still have it to this day. It's across the street from a fairgrounds. And every year, the last week of September, the the fair is over there. And it's, you know, all the carnival rides and booths and all that stuff. And the other 51 weeks out of the year at that time, it was basically not used there were there people would there there were people that lived way way in the back but there like people kept their horses in some of the barns and stuff there and there's a horse track so people would like they had race horses and they would race their horses around and like use it as practice before they went to the real horse track so it was mostly abandoned for you know a vast majority of the year this time included so we're hanging out. It's it's like twilight time. It's like the sun's just going down, and we're we had been outside playing, and now we're inside because it's starting to get a little bit cooler, and the sun's coming down, so you can't really see as well. So we're hanging out, and you know, in my room, it faced towards the road, and then 
the fairgrounds and in the livestock area, what you basically saw from my windows was the livestock area, which was like the wooden, uh, like the pens for the cows, like the individual cow stalls that ran across. And then there was a building that was a set of bathrooms. And so we're hanging out playing and we're like, we're playing video games or something in my room and it's, it's getting a little dark outside and the window is open though, because it's still summer. And even though it's like 50 degrees, that's warm in Maine. So you leave the windows open. And so we hear something weird coming from across the street and we both look out the second story window and we look over and here's this truck that pulls up right next to the, like the cow stalls and we're looking and we're like what the hell is why is there someone over there because there's nothing there like there's there's no reason to stop there and this guy gets out of the 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 driver's seat of this truck it's like an f-150 truck not a big truck but you know like just a standard sized pickup truck and he gets out and he walks around to the back of the truck pulls the tailgate down and pulls out what looks like this garbage bag, like this big, like, like contractor sized black garbage bag. And he takes it and he throws it over his shoulder. And we're like, what the, what is this? And he's, he walks along, he walks along the, uh, the cow pens and he stops at one point and the bag, like he, like, the bag comes down off of his shoulder and goes to the ground and he waits a second and then hoists it back over his shoulder. And we're like, fuck, there's a dead body in there. Like this guy has killed somebody and the body is in there. And we're like, we're freaked the hell out. And it's at that point when he hoists the bag back onto his shoulder before he starts moving again, he just turns his head and looks towards our house. And that was the point that I realized that it was like darkish outside and the light to my room was on. So it was like, it was lit up and we duck underneath the, um, underneath the window because we're like, we're terrified and we don't look again. And we're, we're like sitting there and we're like, Oh my God, like what, what, what did we just witness? What did we just see? And about 45 seconds later, a minute later, you hear the truck start up and we, that's when we start to peek our heads out and the truck backs up, turns around and drives right off. And we were like, yeah, there's definitely a dead body in there. There's a dead body in that bathroom. Like he walked over and put that in that bathroom. And so we're sitting there and we're like, what do we do? Like, what do we do? Do we tell somebody? Do we, do we go over there and look like this is like, we're, we're going to go over and look. And we decide that we're going to go over and look. And as we're like trying to psych ourselves up to go over and look all of a sudden, here comes another car. And this is like a sedan. This is just a car. And it parks almost in the exact same spot as the truck did. And out gets a totally different person. And they walk across the cow pens. And they go into the bathroom. And they come out with this black contractor-sized garbage bag. 
and they put it in the trunk of their sedan, and they back up, and they drive off, and we just lose our shit. Because we're pretty sure either they just picked up the body of evidence, and there's a dead body now in their trunk that they're going to dispose of, or, you know, who knows what's in there. Never, never found out what it was, so it's an unsolved mystery. It's a Robert Stack unsolved mystery. But if you want to hear, if you want my opinion, judging by the way that it looked and judging by the way that uh, everybody was acting, I think it was a dead body. So I think we witnessed someone disposing of a dead body and then someone else coming to pick up the evidence. Nice. And that is haunting I mean, me. not nice, no, but like, terrifying. Yeah. But like, it, it, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> That started at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. You would have had a wacky adventure all summer. Right, because I did at that time. Uh, I did have a bike. Yep. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, we could have um, uh, we could have actually had a uh, an adventure where we figured out where this body was and, and where it came from. Uh, yeah, it is. It has haunted me ever since I was 10 or 11 uh, ish because I have no idea what it was and I always thought um that it would be a really cool like scary story to write is what if we actually did go over there and either as we were figuring out what it was that person pulled up or like we went over and we looked at it and it actually was a dead body like what like what would have happened like all of those scenarios freak me out but um um because I, I'm, and I don't know, like, I, I'm sure it was probably nothing, but like, I don't know. It could have been a body. I mean, best case scenario, drug deal. Yeah. Like that's best yeah. case. And even then, if I would have, we would have gone over and looked, we probably would have been shot. So, I mean, that's best case. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's literally the, the scariest, most unsettling thing that has ever happened to me because I still, like, every so often, at least once a week, I'll just be like, man, I wonder what was in that bag. <laughs> like, I, like, I legit, like, at least once a week, like, it'll be this weird time where it's like, it's like a calm, quiet time, and, like, I'm not thinking about, like, anything in particular. I'm not, like, stressed about anything, and I'm not worried about anything, and my mind is just kind of, like, blank. And then all of a sudden, like, this little voice in my head is like, what if that really was a body in that bag? <laughs> like, once a week, like, no joke, I think about it. So, in, like, ten years, <clears throat> when finally they climbs to, uh, Top of some mountain to seek out a holy man yeah. to give him enlightenment. He's like, "What question do you seek, my son? Yeah. Yeah. The answer of life, why we're all here, nope. the origins of the universe. Nope. No, what was in that bag? Yeah, like what? Like tell? <laughs> like what actually happened that day? Because like I want to know. Like it, I'm not gonna say it keeps me up at night, but it's like what's whatever the one level less than that is of like <laughs> stuff that bothers you, like. It's your own. If it wasn't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. Right. <laughs> You're drifting off to sleep, and just bam, there it is. Yeah, it's like I'm. I'm just about there. Oh my gosh, it was. Yeah, God, I remember that. Um. So yeah, like that's like the one thing that it's like. 
it will like it that like that question what was in the bag haunts me i don't know what it is i don't That's know fair. i don't know very fair and i I'm, I'm okay with it if you guys like at some point someone's gonna text me and be like now you got me bothered like what was in that bag and i'm gonna be like i friggin know I'm just going to write a short story about it. I hope somebody does because that would be cool. Like, uh, that should have been the Halloween contest. Is there you go? That'll be our that'll be our contest for next year. Is it, it will is a write-in story? Yeah, like, like that's the prompt, and just write what was in that bag. Yeah, like write the story, and we'll give a prize to whoever does the best. It'll be good. Take creative license, so it's it's. We'll mail them a duffel bag. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I, I will go to Sam's or wherever and get like contractor trash bags and uh, we'll mail them. Yeah, oh, it'll be awful. It'll be freaky as hell. All right, who's got another scary story that really happened to them? So mine starts kind of creepy and it has not such a creepy ending as yours. So maybe maybe a good palate cleanser. All right. Um, this was, I'm guessing 2013 ish. Uh, I was in Atlanta for Dragon Con. And like most of my best stories, it started out with Ryan Kemp, <laughs> who just decided that night for dinner, we were going to go to Glass Knight's Chicken and Waffles. Oh my God. And we didn't need to get a taxi, we could walk there. First mistake was listening to Kent. So we're walking in downtown Atlanta at night. End of the year. Uh, you know, prime time to take advantage of tourists and dumb people. We get to the restaurant okay. We have some trouble finding it because Kemp is leading. Again, I should have known better. Uh, but we get there. We have a lovely dinner. Uh, and we're walking out and we're leaving. And this is, this is apparently like the place to be because there's a giant crowd. Out. And uh, we head out, try to get our bearings. Luckily, the hotel, the Sheraton's a giant tower, so we can say, okay, yeah, walk that direction. We'll find it eventually. Um, so we're walking, kind of lost, kind of know where we're going. And I start to notice that there's some people behind us. Okay, whatever, you know, people walking around. Yeah. And then I notice that, no, that, that these these two guys are still, like, behind us. Oh, they, no. They haven't, like, every time we turn, they turn it. Every time we zig, they zag. It's like, I'm pretty sure these guys are I'm starting to get a little like, oh shit, oh shit. Um, and I start to get a little more oh shit here, and I'm looking over my shoulder. I think that's about the time they notice that like we're kind of onto that. Uh, so I get to this like streetlight because I'm at least like okay, let's stand here and, and like get my phone out and make it look like we're calling somebody for a ride or something, you know? Yeah. So we're standing under the light, and that's when the guys. Stop dead in the tracks. And I hear one guy, one guy say, I told you. And then they start to laugh. And then I hear, we were in full Ghostbuster garb because it was Dragon Con and I was with Ryan Kemp. Uh, and apparently they were following us because one guy told the other guy, no, 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 those are Ghostbusters. I'm telling you, there's a Ghostbusters. They were uh. following us to get a look at our costumes. So <laughs> I breathed a giant sigh, shook hands, took, took a picture, and then we walked on our way. And uh, holy shit. So what uh, you're, so what you're saying is... Ghostbusters <laughs> may have saved my life. 
What you're saying is it's a good thing that you were wearing your brown uniform. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially that story. That's freaky, man. Like, like all that stuff, like being outside and and like someone like that. That's always a creepy. Like you think someone's a city following you, you don't really know yeah. a part of Ugh. town you're not really familiar with. Yeah, yeah, that's like you're clearly a tourist. Well, I mean, yeah, they don't have Ghostbusters in Atlanta, <laughs> so they're New like, York only, right? Yeah, like you take a look at you take a look at someone in a Ghostbusters outfit, and you're like, yeah, he ain't from around here. <laughs> I know that job doesn't pay very well, but uh, let's get his wallet. No, I, I always get unsettled when I think someone's following me, even like when I'm driving. And it's like I'm, I'm driving like from, say, like Target back to the house, and I'm like, man, that car's made the last three turns. I have like I don't I don't like it. Like I get I get unsettled. So yeah, like I'm I'm with you. Like ugh ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> That's why I carry like three guns in my truck. So <laughs> I got the normal pistol I carry with me, like. Um, I got like a truck pistol and a truck shotgun. I'm just like I'm not fucking with anybody. Julian's never more than three feet away from given time. Yeah, he, he never more. Just than... know that. <laughs> just know that. That's the only way I'm like the Thomas Jane Punisher. Other than that, I'm just a giant <laughs> pussy. Yeah. Never more than three feet away from a gun. Never less than three guns on him at a, at any given time. It's <laughs> the rule yeah, of like three. John Cena well, on... Nash's ass. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. So the, the rule of Maybe three. now because he's old as fuck, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Back in his Big Daddy Cool Diesel, nah, he'd have fucked me up. <laughs> oh, love it. Leaves you. What See, you I got? don't have any. <laughs> Mine are tame. <sighs> you know, I've got like I woke up in the middle of an earthquake one time, and I thought my buddy like we were sharing a hotel room, and like it was a suite, like a ensuite bathroom that we shared. And I woke up in the middle of an earthquake, and my bed was shaking, and the building was shaking, and I just thought he was fucking with me. I thought he was in my room, like, shaking the bed, and I was like, Gravy, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? And I woke up to punch him, and, like, the whole building's shaking. I'm just like, well, this is fucking weird. Shit. Yeah, that, ugh. Scary for a second. Once I realized that it wasn't my friend, it was, you know, earth falling apart around me. Um, I wrecked a motorcycle once, like I was riding through some state park in Indiana and my buddy turned in front of me, which was fine. I just wasn't paying attention. So I went to, I slammed on the brakes and it was, it was an older bike. So I didn't have ABS on it. So when I hit the front brake up on me and I could feel the bike, the ass end getting loose on it. And I just, my girlfriend at the time was on the back and I just remember like kind of half turning my head and yelling, Oh fuck. Because the the front of the bike dipped down, it leaned to the side. I low sided it and it caught one of the crash bars. It threw me head over ass right over the front of it, and I slid like a hundred feet down the road into the ditch. And then the bike slid like right behind me. And I guess because it weighed you know eight hundred pounds, it had way more or way it, it had more weight to slow it down. So I ended up in a ditch and a a motorcycle like three feet from my head. So I guess I could have ended up with a, like a motorcycle on top of me, like pinning me in a ditch. 
Yeah. Yeah, that would have been bad, yeah. Yeah. And then I was in a... I was going to say, that is what I would describe as a fucking bummer. Like, the the motor was still hot, and I, I like, looked up, and all I see is, like, chrome and black coming at my face, and I was like, oh, that sucks. And then it stops, like, two feet from my head. I was like, this just... I mean, even though it's not on top of me, it still fucking sucks. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the only other real... Like, see, I don't have any, like, weird, scary stories, because, like, I I just have a gun with me all the time. Um... (laughs) But like one time I was in, I was on like a, a summer vacation in a place, um, a shitty place on the other side of the globe. And I just woke up cause I heard like whistling. I was like, what the fuck? Who's whistling? And then I hear like, like a, a an explosion in the distance. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. They're fucking shooting rockets at us again. This is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just sitting there in this bee hut that's made of particle board. And all of a sudden I hear it and it sounds like it's getting closer and guys are like yelling and screaming like, Hey, get in the bunker, get in the bunker. I'm like, fuck your bunker. I'm staying in my bed. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I to move cause it's fucking cold. And I was just like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. I got life insurance. And, uh, <laughs> I heard like a big thud. I'm like, well, that was kind of fucking weird. I wonder what happened. Come to find out like a fucking mortar shell had exploded a fucking, and like a, like a big, uh, transportation trailer like i don't know maybe a hundred yards from where i was sleeping so it didn't really bother me it was just like well i was kind of fucking close so i was like you're a dumbass for not getting in the bunker but then you're like i guess i can make that sound cool like i almost got blown up but then i'm like no you're a pussy still so (laughs) to save my own ass i was like i would rather take the chance of dying than fucking getting out of this comfortable bed Hell, if you're going to die, you're going to die comfortable, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to die tired. Fuck that. That's stupid. So. (laughs) Those aren't, like, really. And I'm not trying to sound like a hard ass or anything. It was just like, I don't. I'm just so fucking ambivalent on shit like that. I'm just like, eh. If it happens, it happens. Those guys can't fucking aim for shit. So I wasn't never terribly Ah. worried about it. But. (laughs) Full, like. You know, there's a dude in a, a Momo mask or something standing on the street corner staring in my window all the time. But, I mean, I would just shoot him. So, I'm the kind of guy that fucking, like, rounds and then I'll go ask the guy a question. Like, why are you standing there as he's bleeding out? So, <laughs> hopefully that never happens. But I I got plenty of ammo. Just in case. You're prepared just in case. But, I mean, I don't, I don't really get scared. Which is not a macho thing. It's just like I'm I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Too lazy to be scared. I don't know. I don't know. Because you're all you all have like cool stories, and I'm just like I used to live out in the country, and we used to hear like coyotes and shit all the time, and you'd hear about like dogs and shit getting eaten, and you know like hitchhikers. That was always a thing. Like oh, oh hitch- yeah. when people were walking up and down the road in the country roads, you never talk to hitchhikers. And- you know, that was like a thing in the 60s and 70s. I don't know when the last time I saw a hitchhiker. I think we need to, uh, <laughs> at some point in the summer, we all need to take uh, like two weeks and just do a talk nerdy to me road trip where we drive around until we pick up a hitchhiker and just see what happens. Sounds like a weird porno. Yeah, oh, it would be a weird porno. Yeah. It would be super weird porno. I'm trying to think if there's anything else scary. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, 
I'm I'm scared of the ocean. Like the ocean terrifies me, but I'm not like because I watched Jaws when I was like six. So I'm scared to death of fucking yeah. deep water and fucking sharks attacking me out of nowhere. But I'm still I still go out on boats and get drunk. Like I remember I was out <laughs> deep sea fishing one time, and I was like, I could probably just if I get drunk, I fall this boat. That's all there is to it. But I was like, eh, whatever. I'm I'm stupid. Let's keep doing it. Let's just keep going. See, I keep saying I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared, but I was startled. Like, I remember being in an airplane, and the fucking, we hit turbulence in an air pocket. We dropped 20 feet, and I was asleep on a crew boat. Mm. And I, I fucking, it slammed me into the top of the, like, the top of the compartment. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I fell on the floor, and I yelled at the pilot. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, shut the fuck up. I hit an air pocket. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go in the back to piss. And he fucks me. He porpoises the plane and like throws me <laughs> off the, the pedestal where I'm trying to piss and I piss all over my pants. I'm like, this is why I don't trust you, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, that's why you, that, that's what you get for calling me an idiot. In, in all honesty, if you were flying and someone woke up and screamed, what the fuck are you doing? And then you tell them that and they're like, oh, okay. Wouldn't you do the exact same thing to purposefully fuck with them like 45 seconds later? Yes, <laughs> but it's me. Like I'm like I'm being very selfish in this situation. You sh- I'm allowed to do to you, but you can't do to me. There's, there's that. You're a pilot. Hold yourself to a higher standard. Right there. Where, yeah, I'm one of like you're a peasant. I'm allowed to do it to you, but don't you dare turn around and do it to me. Hmm. You're a pilot. Hold yourself to a higher standard, pilot. <laughs> Fucking dickheads. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of anything else like scary. Have you ever had you like your grandmother hold you down and like her shake her dentures at you? Because that's kind of scary. What? <laughs> this has been childhood trauma with Julian. Yeah, like I don't know why, but I just I had a flash. My, we used to live up in a holler in eastern Kentucky, and my grandma. <clears throat> I used to spend a lot of time with her because my parents were always working. The f- how this fucking happened or what? I just remember me and her. We're like, I don't know if I was being a little shit. I'm guaranteeing I was being a little shit. Well, she like pinned me down on the bed and like she had dentures. So she would like hang them halfway out of her mouth and like shake them at me and like act like she was going to drop them on me. And it sounds like child abuse, but I mean, it was just fucking what weird country people did like to scare their grandkids, I guess. So. What the hell? Yeah, she would just sit there and like the, the, the spit would be dripping down. And you know, like people look Ugh. weird. They look like goddamn aliens whenever they fucking take their dentures out. And it looks weird anyways. So she was just fucking using that as like a tool against me. It was fucking weird, man. Where <laughs> she couldn't use the yardstick to whoop my ass anymore. Like yardsticks and wooden spoons didn't work. So now like, I'm just going to shake my dentures at you because that's fucking weird. <laughs> There's just so much to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, like Julian Therapy Hour could be its own fucking show, but oh my gosh, is a shit sometimes. Oh my gosh, like it's like we're one step away from. Did you guys ever have to get babysat and play tickle the butthole? Like what? <laughs> yeah, you, you guys didn't go to a cabin in Gatlinburg with your uncle Rick. I mean, what's up? <laughs> like, Dude, I didn't hang out with a lead singer from Lost Prophets. That never happened to me, okay? Oh, God, that's too far. I don't care. That's just too fucking far, man. That dude is beyond fucked in the head. Do you want to hear a funny story about him? Oh, no. Uh, Is there such a thing? 
He recently got 10 extra months added to his prison sentence because they caught him trying to smuggle a cell phone into prison in his asshole. Jesus Christ, man. You know, I used to love uh, Lost Prophets. Like, Shinobi Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja was like... Start start Something was, like, one of my favorite albums in high school. They were great, and then that shit came out, and, like, I just feel dirty. Like, I have to be in the shower, like, Mm -hmm. scrubbing (laughs) with, like, a loofah if I even think about that fucking song anymore. It just weirds me out. Hey, all that stuff came out. I was like, well, never fucking listening to these guys again. Even with the new lead singer, I just... Did I ever tell you guys about uh, the best gift I ever got for my ninth birthday party, which was an invitation to R. Kelly's house? (laughs) (laughs) Scariest time ever, though. Yeah, I mean, did you ever go to Neverland Ranch and let Michael Jackson look at your butthole? (laughs) All right, yeah, we're done talking about buttholes. Okay, so... <laughs> this has been this. Yeah, no, we're we're done. Here. This was talk spooky. Yeah, to yeah. Me. yeah. So, so uh, thank you everybody for a really fun October. Uh, being able to go basically, I don't think we did anything that wasn't like horror or scary related all month, which was awesome. Uh, we really got to indulge in our uh, our uh, scary side and our love of of scary movies and and scary horror things. So uh, that was a lot of fun. I don't think we've ever done like a, an entire month of all topics like that. I think that was the first time we've ever done that. So that was a really fun experiment, and it worked. Um, but uh, next week we'll talk all about why ghost hunting is bullshit. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about ghost hunting is bullshit. And gosh, there was another one that was really funny that I was going to talk about, but I cannot remember. So we'll just stick with that one. No, we'll be back to uh, regular shows next week, and we'll be back to uh, whatever regular format that we had before we started Talk Spooky to Me uh, until we get to December when it's um, all uh, scary movie Christmas-themed intro that we're going to make Obi-John make for us. because he talked, I'm already on it. Because he talked about it, so we're going to hold you to it. Uh, I'm already on it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, I think it was a really good month. We had a really great October. Uh, we're all going to go now and uh, go trick or treating. So we're going to go get some candy and have a sugar high, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And so with that, sadly. The month of October and Talk Spooky to Me has come to an end, but it all starts again next week as we're back to Talk Nerdy to Me. And also, what was in the bag? I don't know what was in the bag. It haunts me to this day. <laughs> <laughs>